Welcome to the Fearless Women's Podcast, where Dr. Madeline Turner aims to motivate women who are stuck in their lives to shift their mindset and change their behaviors so they can regain their power and achieve the life they truly desire. And now, here's your host, Dr. Madeline Turner. So welcome back, ladies. Today, I am talking with Lacey C. Clark, and um, she is phenomenal. She does a lot of things. <laughs> so in her bio, you know, she's a performer, she's a CEO, uh, yeah, she's an author. So what I'm going to really do is I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell um, you guys more about who she is and what she's up to. So hello. Hello, Dr. Turner. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited for you to be here and chat with me today. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so as you said, I am a performer. I'm also a writer and a CEO. A company is called Sister Sanctuary. And I say I'm a global empowerment artist. What does that mean? So that means that um, I empower people globally and I'm also an artist. So I kind of fuse art and empowerment and I talk about that, share about that, um, um, help people heal uh, around the world around, around that concept. And so uh, right now, I'm actually doing a project called Phenomenal Everywhere, which is a uh, one-woman theater show. So that's the newest project I have that's actually part of the art and the empowerment and the healing and that global. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so it sounds like you're doing a lot of great things, which I'm sure will come into your story so we can hear more about it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's talk about... Of course, we're here to inspire women and motivate them. So can you tell me about a time in your life where you were really struggling and you were just kind of down on the low, low and what that looked like for you and um, how you got out of that? Good question. Um, So interesting enough, um, my life prior to me writing my one woman show was uh, empowerment work with young women, um, women and young women. And so I used to do workshops and seminars and wrote two books, et cetera. And that world specifically in that way, you know, the workshops and seminars and the speaking engagements, that kind of thing, like that world had come to a close for me energetically. Sure. Um, I didn't recognize what was happening. I just knew that I experienced it as a depression. Mm-hmm. So uh, I felt very like this is not working anymore. And I was very, 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 very low. Um, I mean, very low, like almost at zero. Um, and it wasn't working for me because I believed the time was up and I didn't understand the time was up at the time, but (laughs) looking back on it, time was up in terms of that work specifically. So out of that though, that zero or that low, uh, I gave birth to this project called Phenomenal Everywhere. And basically what I started to do is to write my life story. I was really like writing a list of things that I was grateful for before I felt like I had nothing to really live for. You know what I mean? So I started writing a list of things that I was grateful for. And then out of that came the story, Phenomenal Everywhere. Um, and so I say all this to say that um, I got out of that space by recognizing who I had been what I had contributed to the world and what um, the positives that I, I've, I've, people have influenced and who influenced me. And from there, I started to slowly climb out of that space. But I think it was through gratitude for specifically and just really being able to see the contribution that I made before I felt like I wasn't valuable. I didn't have anything to contribute at that moment. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I love that you used gratitude to kind of pull yourself out and to launch you in this new direction. Yep, that's exactly what it was. That is so great. Um, 
did you, are you somebody who, were you writing? Well, yeah, I'm guessing you were writing your gratitude down and then it launched this project for you. Yeah. So I, you know, I had done a, lot, a number of self-development, spiritual practice work, you know, all of my, well, my adult life, I would say. Yeah. And, um, I was journaling here and there. Um, but when I was feeling the way I was feeling, I definitely had to write down experiences. And I think looking at them on paper, I was able to then reflect like, oh, oh, it's almost like, I don't know if you know of um, just the idea of uh, choose, another, choose another emotion, which is uh, Abraham Hicks, the whole idea of finding another emotion that helps you feel better about where you are and then another emotion and another situation and another. So it was kind of like that's how the gratitude process was built. Uh, when it came down to the show, I was like, okay, so we're, we're at zero and we, we know that we're here. So how do we get to 0.5 and then one and then 1.5 and then two, you know? So that was the process and I did write it down. Yes. Awesome. I'm always trying to get people to write gratitude down. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) As I find if you are able to be aware and grateful and name those things. And it does just change your perspective on your daily life. Sure. Absolutely. It does. Cause you know what I realized is like, everything's about what you think. hundred percent. It's all in your head. Like everything is in your head. So how you choose to look at things, perceive things, um, you know, experience things is all in your head. So it's like, if you can get your head right, you can actually move and do different things. Absolutely. Nothing was, I don't think will ever be a hundred percent changed or where you want to be unless you work on your mind. <laughs> yep. Mindset is everything. Yep, I yeah. Yeah. When did you realize that in your life? Mm. Good question. Hmm. <laughs> when did I realize what the mind part, the mindset piece? Yeah. Um, I would say maybe, also maybe in my late 20s okay i would say late 20s um i I've, so i was uh, again i've been kind of in the personal development world for quite mm-hmm. some time um but i used to attend and i still do some science of mind churches so like when i would go to like you know agape was my first introduction to this concept over in uh, culver city well it used to be in culver city in, in um in la mm-hmm. and um you know their whole stance was all about the mind and, you know, understanding how to shift the thinking and shift it, shift it in a way that, you know, is you're powerful in the way of saying, uh, thinking what you think, you know, thoughts, mm-hmm. about things, et cetera. So uh, that journey started around kind of like my late twenties. And so I think from that, that was a seed planted. And of course it always needs to be nurtured. You know what I mean? So. Yes. Yes. That's what I was getting ready to say. Like it's, or just talk about, because I've noticed that, like, I mean, I might've been aware of the mind and like the power at a certain point, but the more you develop and you work on the self-development things and the more you grow and change, you just kind of, it's like an onion. You always peel back in like an extra layer. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. a little deeper. <laughs> I agree. hundred percent. Yes. Which is a lot of fun. Well, yeah. what are you um, up to now? So this has launched your new project. Yes. Can you tell so, us a little bit more about it. Yes. Yeah, so my, I'm launching my new project. It's called mm-hmm. Phenomenal Everywhere. And it's the world through a black woman's eyes. And so um, it's a one woman. Well, at first it started as a one woman theater show. And I chose that format because it was the quickest way for me to kind of get out the voice and like create my voice and to share my voice. Now, uh, granted, I actually uh, was trained in this work. So I actually went out okay. trained in a college and high school and also in my earlier years, um, adolescent years. 
for theater and drama and art. So I was, this is my world. Art was my, was my world. And I kind of veered away from that doing the other kind of work. And I think it was kind of time to come back to my heart, which is my art. So mm-hmm. I decided to do a one-woman theater show and I toured it uh, three continents. And then um, now it's an audio book. Awesome. <laughs> yes, yeah, so and now it's an audiobook. And um, so it's available for anyone to enjoy anywhere. They can just plug it into their, you know, their, wherever, their phones or whatever, and then listen to it. Um, but then there's different iterations that are coming down the pipe. Right now mm-hmm. is um, the audiobook, but I'm getting ready to launch that into the world. And I was really, 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 really nervous <laughs> about uh, even telling the story. The first time I actually read the story out loud, there's only three people in the room. Okay. And that was like two of my parents and then another <laughs> couple of a friend of mine. <laughs> nice. And I was just like, just like my voice was shaky and very yeah. feeble. Like, I don't know if I can really do this. So I did it. But the point I'm making is now I'm at a point where I'm sharing it with the world. So that's like, oh. Um, but I find that I've gotten better over time. Yeah. And being comfortable with telling my story and being comfortable with basically speaking um, my truth and then sharing it. So that's the new project, Phenomenal Everywhere. Um, it's a soulful journey around the world and into myself. Well, that's what it basically is about. So basically I talk about my self-learned journey set to the landscape of, of the globe. That's so exciting. I can't wait to check it out and hear it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So with that journey, and if you guys are picking up on this, she has traveled quite a bit all over the world (laughs) and um, to where you are today. Can you talk to us a little bit about how to be courageous, especially in the, in the unknown and walking into that? Great question. Great question. Mm -hmm. So, right. We talked about courage is not the absence of fear. Right. Say this is a quote. It's not mine, of course. Feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Um, and so for me, to me, it's spiritual. Like I have to, like, I do a lot of like affirmations. and uh-huh. So to me, it's spiritual. It's kind of like, do you trust that you are taken care of and protected? And then I affirm over and over and over and over and over again that I am protected and taken care of. Yes. So, um, <laughs> You have to anchor and ground in that affirmation. Like, are you protected? Yeah, you know. So I think it's a spiritual connection for me to be able to, you know, travel to these places that I don't know, no, don't know anyone there, you know, in any deep kind of way. Um, it's a it's a spiritual journey because it is about trust. It is. I mean, every time you kind of like, I don't know. Every time you, to me, every time you fly. In an airplane, this truck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mean, like every time you're in a car, I mean, was, I mean, everything yeah. you do, everything you do on a daily basis, it requires trust. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you have that level of trust, then why not magnify it? You know what I mean? Or why not? What? 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 Who has the cap on what trust is? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so, and I think that the answer is yourself. You have the cap. Like, you know, how much are you willing to trust here? So, I think it's the spiritual walk. It really is having a connection with the spiritual place that says you're protected, that you are supported, that you're, you know, loved, and then like walking in that and like really owning that as you travel, as I travel, as I move throughout my life. Um, I think that's where the courage comes from. And I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm just saying that's a, there's a, these are tools that I use to um to move forward in that way well i think that's awesome and those are great tools because it is true i love what you're talking about with like trust that you 
ultimately you're trusting something every day, right? Because I've never even looked at it that way. It's such a great way to look at it. And then how do you grow more into that trust to do the bigger things? Right. I mean, because like, you mean, everything's trust. I mean, like the fact that you trust that you're going to wake up the next day. True. You know what I mean? Or like that this, you know, bottle of water is going to be clean or this bottle of water is going to not have some kind of, you know, issue going on with, you know, you get my point. So I think the point is, um, it's about, like I had a situation a long time ago, um, and I was really feeling, uh, insecure about, I think it was something, I was like, um, I moved to a location and I wasn't clear how it was going to work out. And I just felt insecure and out of control. That was the word the insecurity came from. And I, I reached out to someone. I think she said to me, she responded to me, how big and however you see it, but she said to me, how big does your God have to be to accomplish your goals? When she said that, Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. It's like, yeah, like people have these small little gods, like, you know what I mean? Or these, small, whatever you, however you see it in terms of how yeah. you want to frame the word God, divine, universe, like how big, like how big is that, you know? And so I think that is where the, the, the courage and, and the focus comes from is how big is the, again, the trust, how big is your God, quote unquote, how big is your divine, how big is your spiritual practice? How big is that for it to be able to, you know, support you in your journey? So mm-hmm. I think that's what I kind of fall back on every time I take leaps of faith, if you will. I think that's awesome and such a great way to word it. I think people hope the listeners should, can probably really resonate with that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. What would, do you have any suggestions for people if they are um, maybe like, not sure about their trust or their God. So whichever you want to call it guys. Um, if they're at that point and they're, you know, they're uncomfortable or they insecure and it's a lack of control and those things and they want this shift and change. Any suggestions on kind of how to come into that a little bit more and trust even more? Yeah, that's great. That's a great question. Um, I mean like everything you just said, I was there. Like when I'm, I'm telling you when I was in that space, when I'm writing my story, like, I really felt like on a scale of one to 10, a 10 is the most insecure you can be. I was at like 11. <laughs> you yeah. know, so I definitely was there with like feeling insecure. Like, I don't know if I have a story. I don't know if I could tell the story. I'm not sure if anybody cares. I'm not sure if people would think. I mean, there's so much stuff. Right. Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? So much yeah. stuff that I was like swimming under. Um, I think the journey was really support. I was supported a lot with a lot of good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of good people that did cheer me on. So I think that's really important, a community of good folk. Yes. Um, so what that, whatever that looks like to the individual, whether it's people that you know that are friends and family that cheer you on, whether you know if it's people who are, um, you know, a, a community of, of spirituality, of meditation group. I don't know, wh- whatever that place is for the individual to go to where you know people are going to say, I'm rooting for you. I want the best for you. I want you to win. Right. Um, finding that, I think, is a first step or at least one other person because I feel like that begins to help you as an individual feel like you have some level of support. As strong as, as, strong as some folk want to be, I feel like support is just really so important. You know what I mean? Like, it can't really. Right. The most important. Mm-hmm. I was um, listening to something the other day and it hit home with like this topic. It's just that human beings were wired for connection. Like we're sure. wired for community and connection. And for some reason we've gotten so outside of that and our brains in the essence of, we think we have to do it all alone. We have to struggle alone. We have to figure out the struggle alone. We have to sure. raise our kids like all of this. And, and it, 
we're not wired that way. We're wired for connection and support. Sure. And we need it. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right. Exactly right. I think, I think depending on what culture you're raising, I mean, I've, you know, living in different places, mm-hmm. um, I've, I've, I've seen various cultures. It's interesting. Like if you're raising like a Western culture, it is very individualistic. But mm-hmm. I, I was living uh, over in uh, Southeast Asia and I was in Malaysia most recently. And I kind of saw how like everything is built from even a cultural perspective for family. Mm-hmm. Now, one may say that that could be a positive and a negative because people like, don't like their family and it could be really wacky, you know what I mean? Right. But like, I saw how like eat, they, the restaurants aren't really like four tables. I mean, four seats at the table. They're like big round tables right. to accommodate lar- you know, people kind of coming in and larger parties. So like the whole culture is set up as family or for family. So I think the idea of being individualistic is very Western. And I feel like um, it, it really is. There's a cost to that. Like, how, you know, what kind of cost do we pay for that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that is, I mean, that's such a good point. Since you've traveled, you've gotten to see so many different cultures because, you know, maybe some people listening to this podcast, let's say, haven't traveled. Let's say they're in the States and they've never traveled outside the States. There, there are different cultures and people do have different interactions with their families and their support yeah. systems and what's yeah. seen as more normal and okay versus what we see here and what we think. Sure. It can definitely open your mind to completely different ways of living. And, you know, I don't think there's any right or wrong for anyone. It's just a matter of what works. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we, I think that we are here with this culture that we have here, but like, I, like I agree. My point in, in single is that I agree with you hundred percent that mm-hmm. we are beings that need to connect yeah. community, family, kinship, you know, tribe, whatever you, however you're framing the collective, I think it's really, really important. And I think that that's, again, to me, like whatever, however that starts for the individual, whether it's one other person or two other people or three other people, whatever that is, it needs to be some kind of uh, incubator, if you will, for that level of, of support and encouragement. Yeah, absolutely. What's one of the, like the biggest takeaways that you have gotten from traveling? Because I think with, we already talked about courage and, and like kind of like looking into that and out and overcoming that, but I know just from me personally, and I'm guessing from other listeners, since most of them are women, like traveling solo, what you've done can be very, like the thought is just for some people, they don't even do it because I don't know. I feel like we're not really empowered to think we can travel alone, but especially over a, to different continents, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think... The biggest takeaway, repeat the question again. The biggest so, like just your, what's your biggest takeaway? You've been to so many different cultures. You've, you mm-hmm. have traveled alone and um, explored and learned. So anything that you would give people, maybe like how to actually like, if they're scared to just travel and they think they can't because they're doing it alone, can they? Sure. Oh, absolutely they can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a lot, again, everything's in our heads, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, there's some level, there, there, there's some... Um, like some of the things that we think have credence, I'm not saying that they aren't, sure. you know, aren't reality. Like there are realities in the world that do exist, right? Absolutely. How we choose to show up individually in, in the context is in our heads. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Individually. So like, here's an example. When I was, uh, one time I was actually going to Thailand and I had this big resistance. Okay. And a friend of mine said, oh, you shouldn't go to Thailand now because they just had the bombing there. Now, that's like saying you shouldn't come to America because they just, this is not, you know, come to America, they just had an issue with, um, you know, I don't know, 9-11. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, like, that's in New York City. You know what I mean? Like, Thailand is a whole country. You know what I mean? So like, 
So my point is that while that's a very real reality and fear is definitely in the air, it's like, well, what are the facts here? The facts is the bombing took place in, in a small neighborhood in Bangkok, okay, where Thailand is a whole country. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So and Bangkok is a city. So my point is just the things like that. I think, um, I think the media, I think the news media, I think, you know, there's so many messages that tell you that it's a scary world. Right. I don't think it's a scary world. I think, um, Love it. you know, I feel like if you turn, I think you should be informed. Don't get me confused. Sure. I think you should be informed. I think you should be aware. I think you should understand what's going on around you and be attuned to what's happening. But I think fear is not something that should govern your decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once you get the information and you trust your vibe and you talk to your spiritual place, you have to make the choice you have to make for yourself. So, uh, I think the biggest uh, thing that I learned is, uh, or what I would share with folks who may feel fear, is that fear is in your head. And if you have all the information based on studying, okay, well, where was the bombing? Is, are they bombing a lot? Or, you know, what are, you know, check out the websites, you know, talk to people who may be there on the ground, what's going on. Once you get all the information from a logical perspective, then the next question is do you trust yourself? And do you trust yourself? to be able to travel uh, outside of your comfort zone and being able to see the blessings and the beauty and the, all the good things that can come to you when you're not feeling, you know, safe. You right. know what I mean? Um, so that thing, and I think that happens over and over and over again. Like it, I don't think it's ever a destination to that point. You know what I mean? Like it's a constant. So yeah, that's what I think that um, I would share is to trust, trust, get information, but also trust yourself. Yeah, it's it on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes full circle back to trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think that there are things that I mean. I, I'm not saying this without, again, without fear. So here we go again. How this is kind of being oh, yeah. layered again and all connecting, but it's not without fear. Like, of course, like when you say, "Okay, I'm going to a new place." you have like, wow, I don't know anybody there or I do know someone there, but how is it going to, how they're going to receive me? What are they going to think about me? Like all of that stuff does come up. Mm-hmm. But again, it has to be bigger than your fear. Absolutely. And, yeah. and too, and I'm sure you can speak about this too. Like when you're in those situations and you step into that and, and it, you're trusting and it's bigger than that fear and you go on and do it, that is where you grow and you learn and you get experience and, and all of those things that just enrich life and make it so much better. Right. Exactly. And I think that's be, right. That becomes a definite, like that becomes your expanded definition and your identity. Mm-hmm. Because at one point you think, you know, if I stay in this, you know, this little box here, which, you know, people have, everybody has a different journey. So like, whatever journey you decide to take is fine. But if you should decide to expand your box or expand your reality, then all of those things you thought defined you change. Right. You know what I mean? So you're not just the, the, the person that, I don't know, that lives in a certain area or um, is defined by what the neighbors think you are. Like you have so many different layers of identity or learn that you have many layers to your identity. Um, and that becomes very fascinating, I think, for the self-journey as well. Oh, cool. Awesome. Well, I have some um, fun questions for you if you're ready. I am ready. I use these so you're going to be on your toes. I am ready. <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received. Mm-hmm. 
I would say the first thing that came up for me was uh, trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Trust yourself. That's the first thing that came up for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with that one. Cool. I like that one. I definitely got that from you. And I think it is fantastic advice. So I hope everyone listening can really resonate with that and let it sink in. Feel it. Do it. <laughs> um, so I know that you're in a lot. You've clearly done a lot of work in self-development and worked on yourself and expanding. What are you somebody who likes to do podcasts, audible, actually read books? Which one are, is your favorite? In terms of consuming content? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I want a recommendation of one. I see. Let me say this. I am a. Um, I look at people and experiences as a library. Okay, I like it. Okay. Yeah. So, like, hmm. I feel like now. Of course, there are there. What do you call it? There. Of course, there are a million different self development resources. Oh yeah. But I feel like people and experiences are libraries because they um, there's so much to learn and receive from people mm-hmm. and from experiences. So here's my point. You know, talking to someone for an hour, like you just met walking along the Seine in Paris, or talking to someone for an hour that you just met at a coffee shop in Philadelphia. I don't know. Like, is this so much together? And I think what I look at again from a spiritual orchestration and from the fact that, okay, I will track what I need. Right. Mm-hmm. That Whatever they give me, I can take or leave. And I think sometimes it shows up at different times. Like, Oh man, that's why I met that person. Oh, that's why we talked. Oh yeah. This one guy told me that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I tend to not, I'm not really, um, uh, what's the word? I, I, I learn exp- exp- exponentially. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Exper- experientially. I learned, like I learned through experience. I learned through, oh, I did that and I see that's a pattern. How can I change that pattern? Oh, I did this and I see that's happening. So I'm more curious about the things that show up for me that aren't so good than, um, then, then I have to kind of learn this from a book. Not to say that there aren't great books out there because there are. You right. know what I mean? But I feel like for me, it's been a journey of, of, of people, 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 and experiences kind of showing me the way. Yeah, does that make sense? Absolutely, I think that is great. <laughs> okay, yeah. and maybe I'll open some of people up to actually interacting maybe with different people and talking to them, and even if. They're not, I would say maybe the person you're interacting with isn't maybe somebody you would normally like talk to or vibe with. I think there's always a reason, you know, there's always something there. So, right, right. And I I mean, I think that if you believe that you are the creator of your universe, right, then that means that you're orchestrating um, like all of these experiences that happen are part of what's in your, I guess, your attraction and your vibration. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, like, you know, uh, even in conflict, you know what I mean? Like, hmm, what can I learn here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. <laughs> what can I learn here? Like, what, 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 is it, what is it for me to learn? What is it for me to do? What is it for me to understand here? Girl, I am so, the same yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. So, that's not, I mean, it's not easy. I'm not, again, this sounds very kind of like neat and, and easy, but it's I not. think in conflict, 
it sounds like this is some BS. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, no, this is whack and all that. Like, but then when you kind of like really sit with yourself and again, talk, maybe talk to some other folks, maybe more wives or people who have some wisdom that you want to get, like all of those things, I think start, so this is how I see it. Like almost like a puzzle piece. Yeah. It's like, if I talk to four people about something, this one may have a piece of this, this one may have a piece of this and then so forth and so on. And then when I sit with myself, all four of those things will click together. Right. Depending on what made more sense. So, yeah, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> cool. All right. Any, do you have any last advice or any last words you want to tell the listeners? Um, you can think of maybe. I just want to say that, you know, overcoming, you know, um, obstacles is a consistent journey, mm-hmm. a continual journey, if you will. And I think that the most important thing is to develop tools um, to be able to get through those times and the strength to do that. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in that space right now in releasing my life story to the world, you know, uh, March 24th, um, Phenomenal Everywhere. Uh, I just feel like really being courageous about taking that journey and getting the tool, trust that you have the tools you need. It's almost like when a parent, a parent um, raises their children and they, they kind of like taught them all these things along the way. But then it's like when they send them off to college, it's like, now it's on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but you have to trust that what you put in them is yeah. going to really kick in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I feel the same way about tools. Like, tools that you gather along the way through people, through workshops, through podcasts, through books. You have to trust that you heard it, you read it, you saw it, you listened to it. Now it's time to see if it really kicks in. So I just say, well, I would just say once again, bring it back to the beginning, trust the journey and trust that you have everything you need within. Um, and that, you know, everything that comes into your life is there to strengthen you and make you better and make you more whole. That's what I would say. Hundred percent. I'm right there with you. That is awesome. Well, um, guys, every, all of her information will be in the show notes, so you can just click below and um, figure out how to follow her on social media. Go check out her new audio book. Go support her. Reach out to her. All of that greatness. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, and thank you for chatting with me today. I really enjoyed your talk. And yeah, me too. Um, trust, man. Trust it. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. Like I'm saying, I'm speaking to to the audience, but also to myself because I'm uh-huh. right in the middle of this. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was very good to talk to you as well. Thank you so much for Lacey for being here today and recording with me and sharing all of her awesome stories and experiences. If you are interested in connecting with Lacey, please just follow down to the show notes and all of her information will be down there and go support her, show her some love. If you are looking for a community to be part of, I have a free Facebook group, the fearless women's community, and just ask to be added and I'll get you in there and start finding your people that you connect with and build your tribe so you can have support in your life. And until next time, ladies, go be fearless. This episode of the Fearless Women's Podcast has ended. If you love these messages, please share and give the podcast a five-star review. Until next time, you can find Dr. Madeline on Facebook and Instagram as the Fearless Women's Mentor.